the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The gospel is planted. The question is, how do you water what was planted? Let's talk about that next. When it comes to evangelism and sharing the gospel, usually we think of it as just that, sharing the gospel. But after we've planted that gospel into the hearts and minds of those who have heard, what next? Well, as we see here in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, there's a watering that needs to take place. Question is, what does that look like? That's what we're examining today here on Times of Refreshing with Pastor Napoleon Kaufman. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 5 through 9 is where we're at. Our series is called The Road to Redemption, Watering. Here's Pastor Napoleon Kaufman now with today's broadcast of Times of Refreshing. We know that when a seed gets planted in a person's life, it is, if it's pure from God, ultimately it's going to come forth as we water it. But sometimes even the water that we're giving people can be contaminated. People that are on the verge of getting saved, they're right there. And God wants to do something. And if we don't make sure that our vessel is pure and what we're bringing is pure, we can actually hinder the seed that has been sowed in a person's life instead of helping it so that it becomes everything that God wants it to become. Amen? Bad water. Bad water. When we're ministering to people and they're on the verge of getting saved and we go down a route where we're just talking about, um, you know, our denomination all the time. We're just talking about, you know, their selfish desires all the time. Or we're just, we... If, we're, if we go into flattery mode with them, this is all bad water. we got to make sure that we stick to the word and we give people the word. But there's two things that I wanted to talk about that just blew me away when I started studying this that I think will really help us a lot. There's two conditions of water that are sure to destroy a seed. Number one is salt water. Number two is sugar in water. And really... Spiritually, we got to understand that this is a picture of what we see going on in the church today. We see one, and I want to start off by talking to you guys about how salt will kill a seed and kill a plant. Salt water is, is what I would call, um, is, is really, is a, is a picture of what I would call legalism. Jesus said, let your speech always be with grace seasoned with salt, not saturated with salt. And I think what happens a lot of times when we're ministering to people, um, especially people that are on the verge of getting, you know, on, on the road to redemption, we have to be very mindful because what we w- don't want to do is overwhelm them with a legalistic presentation. 
There's nothing wrong with standard. There's nothing wrong with God's, you know, government, God's rule. We understand that. But what happens is even some people that are choosing to give their life to God, they may come into a church like this, and we thank God for this church. But, but say they didn't come into a church. Maybe say they came into another church, and they came into the church, and the people said that, you know, you're not saved unless you, if you're wearing makeup. That's legalism. That is salt in the water. You're not saved. Because, you know, women don't wear pants in this church. So you must not be saved. We have a lot of times a, a set of rules and a standard that is not a biblical standard. And instead of us getting people to Christ or on keeping them on the road to redemption, we can sidetrack them and hinder them from really receiving because we're putting a standard or a, a, a rule upon them that God hasn't even given them. Through his word. It's called legalism. It's called salt in the water. And salt in the water, what does it do? Salt in the water leads to reverse osmosis. Where the nutrients are actually drawn out of the the plant into the soil. So now the focal point isn't the plant. Now it just becomes the soil. What the plant is, is in. Instead of it... Drawing, pushing the soil, being the vessel used to get water to the plant. Actually now, it's taken away from the plant. And this is exactly what happens sometimes in church. Church, if you're not watchful from a legalistic standpoint, is robbing people of what they could be in Christ. Can I have an amen in here? And sometimes our presentation can be that way. It can hinder people from coming to the knowledge of the Christ because the first thing we're thinking about, we're not thinking about, you know, them getting saved and, and loving Jesus and, and, and maybe there's some things they need to change in their life. But we, we will focus so much on what they're doing wrong that we don't stop for a moment and say, hey, listen, I know you're doing wrong, but once this gets in you and I water you, by nat- naturally you're going to, or supernaturally, you're going to begin to push off things that you shouldn't be doing. Now, does it mean that we don't address them? We need to address things. We need to address sin. It's our job to do that. But we have to do it with wisdom and do it with grace seasoned with salt. Not saturated with salt. And this is one of the main problems because we have some people right on the verge, but then we, over, we drown them. Or we kill them with so much salt that they think, how in the world am I going to live saved? How am I going to live saved? You just gave me a 150-point list that I need to change in 20 days. Can I have an amen? And how am I going to do that? I'm just trying to do one thing, and that's stop fornicating. But you got a whole list for me. Now, that doesn't mean that the list isn't right. But it does mean that we have to be very wise and skillful because you want people to come out of stuff because they want to and they love God, not because you said they couldn't be saved or this and that and the other. We have to be watchful of it. Now, and you guys know I preach against sin in this church. And we'll continue to do that. But 
I also have to try the best that I can, and we have to, to let our speech be with grace seasoned with salt. Because we don't want to, as we're watering people, we don't want to kill them. Can I have an amen? It's also quiet in here. Salt in the water leads to reverse osmosis where the nutrients are actually drawn out of the plant into the soil. So now the soil is getting the glory. Church, we start back. Man, we, we, we just, you know, people don't want to be saved in our church. This, the church begins to get glory. Begins to get lifted up. Prideful and puffed up. Why? Because, you know, look at all these rules we got. I'm not against rules, but we got to make sure, saints, that we understand that the letter kills, the spirit gives life. We have to water the right way and use skill under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit to help people come into the knowledge of the truth so that we're watering and we just don't saturate them with salt in the water. Amen? We want salt. Let our speech be with grace seasoned with salt. And watch how God begins to break things off people. And people come out of stuff in droves because people are hungry for God. Amen? But not only salt, but we see also, and this is the next thing that can destroy a, uh, can, can destroy a person's life as they're coming and destroy a plant, is sugar. It's sugar. Sugar is bad. Listen to this. Sugar is a hypertonic whatever that is, for the plant cells. It makes, it makes more water diffuse out of the cells than the amount of water that diffuses into the cells. And when the roots lose water, the plant dies. I'll read it again. Sugar is a hypertonic for the plant cells. It makes more water diffuse out of the cells than the amount of water that diffuses into the cells. When the root loses water, the plant ultimately dies. And this is another thing that happens. If salt is legalism, then sugar is lawlessness. A lot of people want a sweet gospel. You can't water people with a sweet gospel. That doesn't give them any demands. That doesn't give them any kind of responsibility. That doesn't tell them anything about what God is demanding of them. That doesn't give them any type of, 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 of way to sit back and process whether they're willing to count the cost to walk with Christ or not. And I think sometimes this is what happens. We have, people have itchy ears. They want a sweet gospel. Don't tell me anything bad about myself. Don't tell me I need to change. Don't tell me I need to do anything. Just tell me just to come to church. And don't just rub me on my back. Tell me how good I am and how much God needs me. And how God is, should be happy that I even came to service today. And put my few bucks into the thing. Just tell me that. Don't tell me anything about I need to change anything. Can I have an Amen. And then what happens is, if we're not watchful, we have, even in ministry or in church, we're, we're raising up people in the church that have no kind of concept of accountability. Can I teach on this today? No kind of concept of accountability. Who you think you are telling me, preacher? I'm telling you right now in the name of Jesus. The Bible just said. Yeah, I'm telling you. You know, 
Who do you think you are? So what happens, people like this come to church. And yes, maybe there were seed that was planted in them, but it never breaks forth fruit because the person who watered them, although they come to church, the person who watered them had too much sugar in the tank. I mean, a gospel that is without any teeth. A gospel that doesn't challenge people. A gospel that doesn't put the cross in a person's face and say, you got to make a decision. And so what happens is there has to be a balance. Somebody say balance. There has to be a balance. Because sugar can kill just as salt can kill. And as we're watering people, we want to see where people are at and partner with the Holy Spirit to give them what they need and not what they want. And sometimes your message to them is going to be on the offensive side. But understand that if the seed is there and you're coming along and watering this person, that there is a potential that this individual, that ultimately God can give them the increase. But we, we're sadly mistaken if we think that we can be legalistic in our approach or if we think we can be lawless. Because both kill the plant. We have to be led by the Spirit of God. And we have to be neutral. Whew, I just like this right now. We have to be neutral in our approach. Meaning, when you're sharing the gospel with somebody, yes, we want to have compassion, we want to have love, but we want to also be led by the Spirit of God and we want to be neutral. Whether we're ministering to our friends and family or we're ministering to somebody on the street. Why? Because we know that the Word of God works And my watering will work, but I have to remain neutral. And the reason why I say neutral is because a lot of times, say you're trying to minister to somebody on your job, and you don't like them. Or they're giving you a headache. Or they're always the one that's getting on your nerves. But you know in your heart that you're supposed to minister to them because you're supposed to be a good Christian and share your faith with people, right? But the person that that you really don't like... We tend to go in our Bibles to the book of Psalms and find all those scriptures that talks about how God is going to kill you and pummel you. And if you don't get right and repent, the Lord says he's going, I'm just, I just, the Lord sent me to share this word with you. You're going to die. You need to give your life to God right now. That's what people do. Why? Because what's really coming out of them is, I don't like you very much. So the God that I serve. He feels like me. He wants to pummel you. Then we'll share the gospel like that. Mm-hmm. We'll be real mean with him. Oh, yeah, the Lord, the Lord sent me over here to your cubicle to talk to you. But you, you know the Lord loves you, though. But the Lord just showed me you're going to die if you don't get right today. Why? Because, because a person is not neutral. So what comes out of them? Saltiness. But then on the flip side, what about the people that we just love? We're trying to win our kids to Christ and our friends and our loved ones. And, and we know that they out there cussing and stealing and lying and they're fornicating and committing adultery. And, and then we tell them, well, the Lord is still with you, though. He still loves you. And nothing's going to, don't worry about it. The Lord got your back. And we'll, we'll even tell them, sugar poo. That's called too much sugar. Amen? 
and a person like that, so they walk away from us thinking, well, praise God, my mama said I'm going to be all right. I know I just robbed somebody, and I know that, but the Lord's, gonna, the Lord's got my back. The Lord's got my back. My mama just told me the Lord got my back. No, the Lord's going to get your back <laughs> with a belt. <laughs> In the spirit, you better turn around. This is what happens. Because a person does not remain neutral. Somebody say neutral. You have to remain neutral. Because at this point, this is a business deal. You need to give your life to Jesus. And my job is to stand as an ambassador for Christ. And let you know that I'm on God's side. And if God needs me to give you some salt, a little bit of salt here, I'm going to give you that. If he needs me to give you a little bit, what has to happen is we got to learn to be led by the Spirit of God. So when we're watering people, we don't kill them with too much salt or with too much sugar. Saints, this is important for all of us as believers. Because at the end of the day, God wants to use you to enter into somebody else's labors. Do you have enough and do I have enough wisdom to sit back and see where a person's at and then partner with the Holy Spirit to give them what they want? Not just a blank, blanket statement that I give everybody. But I'm flowing with the Holy Spirit. Amen? Now I want to end by showing you this. Go to 1 Peter chapter 2. 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 1 on down to 3. And this is important because we don't want our water to be contaminated. We don't want our water to be contaminated. Look what it says here in verse 1. Therefore, laying aside all malice, all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and all evil speaking, He says, as newborn babes, he says, desire the pure milk of the word that you may grow thereby. If indeed you have tasted that the Lord is gracious. He said, the pure milk of the word that you may grow. As a waterer, remember, I am giving people what I've got. And I put put this posted as today. God wants to get something in us so he can get it out of us. But what do we have in us? Do we have the pure or sincere milk of the word that we're growing and what we have, we're producing for somebody else. We're giving to somebody else. If we have a legalistic slant in our gospel it's going to pervert what we're saying to other people. If we have a lawless slant in our gospel, then it's going to pervert what we're giving to people. We want to have the pure. Somebody say pure. We want the pure milk of the word. Okay? This is what causes true growth in a person's life. When the word that you're carrying is pure, then it flows from a pure vessel, and then ultimately we're able to water people, and the message is pure. It takes us partnering with the Holy Spirit, Because ultimately he gives an increase. But it takes us also making sure that we're doing our job. That when it comes to watering. That we're getting watered by the right thing. And we're not allowing a a contaminated message to get in our hearts. Because if we got a contaminated message. It's going to spew forth and contaminate other people. Amen. 
And so realize that not only the person who's receiving the message is responsible, but we who are watering people, we're responsible. Saints, keep yourself pure. Keep yourself pure. He said, desire the sincere or pure milk of the word that you are. God, I want the message to be pure. That means that you have to be guarded when you're watching Christian television. Not everybody's preaching the truth. Can I have an amen? You have to be guarded when you're listening to, 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 to messages and to people. And Listen, Oprah has nothing for you. I'm telling y'all. You need the gospel, the word of God. That's what we need. And we have to be watchful of this. Because, And I'm going to say this to you in closing. One of the greatest things that ever happened for me as a pastor growing up, Pastor James Davis, one of the greatest things what he did for me when I was growing is he told me, he said, son, he said, there's all kinds of information out there. He said, what I want you to do is just read this. Just read this. And my wife will tell you, Years, years, years. My wife will tell you, I didn't have a bunch of books in my house until later on. Until I got this. And I would take, this is to God's glory, I would take in every single cross-reference in my Bible. Starting from the book of Matthew. Starting from the book of Genesis. And my wife will tell you, all I did was just study the cross-references. Remember that, honey? Years. I wasn't seeing what she got to say or he got his favorite book, that book. I didn't care about all that because what I wanted to know was what my pastor told me, what this said. And then when I got this good in me, then I had something to measure other stuff that I was going to read by. Can I have an Amen. So when I hear somebody say something crazy, I say, no, uh over there in the book of Genesis, it said this. And then it said this in the book of Psalm. And then it said this over here. So that doesn't line up with what that person said. How you know this? Because you, you got to know the original before you can discern a counterfeit, baby. I thank God for all those, but I'm not against them. But we got to get this in us first. And I got under a good pastor. And now when somebody's talking, bam, the scripture just come. There's something in the computer to fight with. So now when you begin to water people, it's just not an opinion or what she said or he said in a book. Or, well, hold on, let me find this book and I'm going to give you this. Somebody said in the book, no, let me find this book. And let's go into this book and let's turn over here to 1 Corinthians right here. And we'll see what it says right there. Praise God. Voila. But people don't want that. People... Don't want to just sit back and say, Lord, get this in me. It's easier just to listen, read, you know. And I'm not saying, like I said, those are wrong. But saying, spend more time in this than you do reading somebody's book. Father, this afternoon, we thank you. That as people are on the road to redemption, after they've been planted... And the word has been planted in their heart. God, we are going to water them with the word. And God, we understand this as a church. People, there's a harvest that's all around us. We're entering into other people's labors to bring in the harvest. And this afternoon, I'm asking that you would use us as skillful waterers in the land. 
God, we don't want our presentation to be with too much salt, and we don't want any sugar. God, what we want is pure word to go forth from us. That people would come to know you in an awesome way. This afternoon, I pray, Lord, that you would anoint us to water. Give us wisdom to water. That's the word. God, give us wisdom to water. Apostolic wisdom to water in this hour, God. That as we go out of this building to people that have had the word of God sown in them, that we have such skill and wisdom that, God, we win souls for your kingdom. God, we thank you for this afternoon, and we praise you for this message. We're asking you, God, to purify us. Any legal in us, God, illegalism in us, God, kill it today in Jesus' name. God, any lawlessness in us, in our presentation, God, kill it today. God, we want to be led by your Spirit, that our speech is always with grace, seasoned with salt. God, we give you all the praise and all the glory in Jesus' name. Thank you for joining us for Times of Refreshing with Pastor Napoleon Kaufman. This program is a production of The Well Christian Community, and we pray this message has blessed you in a special way. If it has, please let us know by contacting us today. You can write to us at The Well Christian Community, 2333 Neeson Drive. We're here in Livermore. The zip code is 94551. You can also contact us by phone at 925 925- 292-7800. That's 925-292-7800. Learn more about us as well as drop us an email at our website, thewellchurch.net. Again, that's thewellchurch.net. On our website, you can also click on the link to access our page on Facebook or search for The Well Christian Community while you're on Facebook. You can also follow a pastor on Twitter with the address at Napoleon Kaufman. All one word. And then we would invite you to join us again next time as we continue our studies in God's Word for times of refreshing. Until then, may Jesus Christ be highly exalted in your life, and may He bring you a peace that passes all understanding. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.